Let me talk about uh, Rough Greens. Rough Greens, uh, for the first time, um, my dog Miles started uh, Rough Greens probably a year ago, and he just gobbled it up. And he's a young, a young 85 years old. Uh, that's approximately, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a senior dog, a seasoned citizen. And he did not, he does not move around as fast as he used to, but he got a little pep in a step as he's had Rough Greens. My dog Piper, on the other hand, who is a younger German Shepherd, I guess he's just like six, or not German Shepherd, a uh, uh, Golden Retriever. Uh, she comes in and she's just like, she just goes for it. She, she, I mean, she loves it. Look, if your dog maybe is a little finicky eater, uh, wants to have something healthy for them, this is great. And it, it'll help them kind of bounce back. If the chock full of vitamins and minerals and all the good things. I don't tell my dog that it's healthy for her. Really? Yeah, I just let her think it's delicious. Really? Because it is to her. I always- so I don't tell her. Shh, it's our little secret that it's good for her, too. Really? I explain mm-hmm. yeah. in depth the vitamins you really? and nutrients yeah, to eat the dog really each do. time. Uh-huh. Well, you know, whatever your approach is on that, you get a free bag of Rough Greens <laughs> to try out. All you got to do is pay for shipping. Just go uh, to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. It's 833-GLEN-33. selection going on in the Derek Chauvin trial. He's the person being charged with uh, a murder in the George Floyd death. Also, Sarah Silverman apparently doesn't want to be a Democrat anymore. Uh, get into those things uh, in about 60 seconds here. The Glenn Beck Program. How much time do you spend grilling every week? I mean, if you're in the Northeast right now, probably zero minutes, right? You're too cold. Well, that's you don't have to worry about that anymore. How much more would you spend if you didn't have to stand there the whole time and make sure that nothing got burned? In other words, what if the grill did the work for you? Well, such things no longer belong in the halls of science fiction because with its smart grill technology, Rectech has revolutionized the way you cook. It grills, it smokes, it even bakes, and it adjusts its own temperature to make sure... You're getting the perfect cook every single time. You can control it from an app on your smartphone or device, which is great for those hot days or the cold days when you just want to sit inside and uh, be comfortable. Uh, don't take my word for it. This should take time. You really honestly do need to take the time to A-B compare it. Uh, the Rectech, uh, look at that. Look at its competitors and see what you're going to find. Uh, there isn't any competitor to Rectech. <laughs> Rectech is, it's, it's the bee's knees, as they say. Follow Rectech on all social media. Sign up for their newsletter. It's Rectech with a Q at the end. Visit RectechWithAQ.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. It's Rectech.com. Bees knees. Uh, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck Program throughout his back or something over the weekend so hopefully he'll be back tomorrow uh the second week of the trial of former minneapolis police officer Derek chauvin kicked off uh this morning with arguments over the stunning news 
Friday of the $27 million settlement for George, George Floyd's uh, family over his death. They're going to apparently recall seven of the jurors, I guess, and talk to them about uh, how they feel about that settlement. Because doesn't the settlement sort of admit wrongdoing on the part of the city? <laughs> kind of does, right? I, Seems like it. You're paying $27 million for what? Yeah. If, if, if you know, Chauvin has uh, turned to be, you know, to be innocent somehow, what did you pay for? Right. And I think the answer, of course, is clear, which is they paid for their city not to burn down. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. I mean, I think, look, by my eye, uh, not being a criminal justice expert, by my eye, what happened there was absolutely uh, not lawful. That being said, if it wouldn't like, why would you why would you settle and, and have the settlement come out publicly before, the, before trial. the trial when you're selecting jurors doesn't make any sense doesn't to make me. any sense to me at all certainly it's not giving you know derek chauvin his <laughs> it's not it's not it's not helping him uh maintain his constitutionally guaranteed rights of innocence until proven guilty right so he's charged with second degree murder and manslaughter um and the judge allowed prosecutors to reinstate <clears throat> third-degree murder charge last week. So it will be interesting to see. I mean, what is going to happen if he is found innocent? Does that enter into the <clears throat> jury's decision at all? It would seem like these are people. It would be hard not to, wouldn't it? To consider what's going to happen if you find this guy not guilty. But it would just be a strange idea to pay someone twenty-seven million dollars for nothing, mm-hmm. right? If you if you, if you believe there is no wrongdoing, you don't pay twenty-seven million dollars typically. Yeah, and typically, it, yeah. and if you're going to pay twenty-seven million dollars, you don't do it while they're selecting jurors. <laughs> you know, like I, well, I, you know, usually be a like tough situation. Remember the OJ uh, thing back in the day? They mm-hmm. had the the trial trial, you know, where he, uh, he where you know if it doesn't fit. You must acquit. Yep. And OJ gets off. And then afterward, they had the civil trial, right, where you were going to find out how much money OJ was going to pay for this crime he had already been acquitted of, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it seems like the rational order of events, like to pay out a settlement before you have the verdict seems completely nuts to me. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to be able to... Uh, I mean, they're in the middle of selecting jurors. Again, I think... You can't do this without prejudicing the jury, I don't think. I don't think so either. Uh, I don't see how anyway. And I don't know, maybe maybe they're just not coordinated (laughs) at all, but you'd think that like this would be the type of thing that would uh, be obvious. That's not... This is not the time (laughs) to settle. Again, you could pay afterward. You might say, well, look, it was still wrongful even though he got off. Like that... Maybe that makes sense. I don't know. You know, again, Mm -hmm. he has it. He isn't going to get off. I mean, he's going to be convicted of this. I think. I mean, Minnesota is like they're going to figure out a way here, <laughs> because if he is not convicted, now this is not this is not constitutional. This is not the way justice works. But you're telling me there's not somebody in Minneapolis going, guys, if this dude is not convicted, mm-hmm. we are going to have a pile of rubble for a city. That is exactly what they're all thinking there they know it they believe it when it just happened before there was any trial 
and there was any chance to hold someone responsible, the city was burned to the ground. Now, if he if this guy just walks out of there, can you imagine? You will be able to it will be nighttime and you will look in the distance from hundreds mm-hmm. of miles away and see a glow. And probably a lot closer to that because probably a lot of other cities will have the same thing happen. And that's what happened last time. You know, I mean, look, it's just mm-hmm. it's just reality and I think, you know, there's a thing that the NFL does a lot that I've noticed where there's a controversial big ticket like news item and the NFL will come out with this like very long aggressive suspension. You know, the uh, 14 games. And then they appeal it, it goes down to like four. And I swear the NFL is just saying like, <clears throat> let's just come out. We'll act like, you know, we'll come out really tough on this stuff. Mm-hmm. Really long suspension. If it go, if it under appeal, it gets cut in half, then it gets cut in half. Fine. But if we come out with a t- too low of a penalty, we'll look like we're not controlling this issue and don't care about, you know, someone cheating or whatever. Uh, and I would say it's, you know, Patriots because, you know, it's always the Patriots. But if, uh, you know, it's usually a Patriot related issue. Mm-hmm. But then they're just like, mm-hmm. okay, well, so now it went from 14 games to three. And what, but we tried our best. And look, it got overturned in appeal. What are we going to do? You know, and I think there's, there's, a, there is a temptation by a lot of these municipal governments to say, look, charge him with everything. Like, who cares? Make it the hard. It's one person. Mm-hmm. Again, this is not the right instinct. It's against. Uh, everything that our country stands for. But there is an argument, I think, that these people have, and they say, look, just charge him. At least we're coming out hard. And if he gets off, he gets off. We can't control that. Mm -hmm. But go after him. Yeah, well, and they they are. Uh, Second-degree murder, manslaughter charges, so that must mean more than one. And now they've reinstalled reinstigated a uh they've reinstated a third degree murder charge right so they are just throwing everything at him to see what sticks and they're hoping something will stick yeah they want first degree murder it's like i don't think you can argue he like that he planned it (laughs) no he planned it probably not not. probably not you know who knows the the way that a lot of these jurisdictions have different quirks about how these things get applied i don't know what the right degree of murder would be but he's probably going to get convicted of one of the degrees. And look, I I, th- I don't know a single person who thought, I think the police officer acted completely properly there. I I certainly didn't think that when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like he was definitely guilty of wrongdoing. I mean, there's yeah. no reason for you to have your knee on his neck for eight minutes, right? I mean, I, I don't think any of us thought that was appropriate. But the coroner's report afterwards that said that he had a... He had a fatal dose of fentanyl in his system. And then you realize, I mean, certainly they're going to, that's going to come out in the trial. And so would he have died anyway? I don't know. I mean, we'll never know that. But uh, I, I think the jury will consider that once the evidence is presented. I think the coroner's report will probably play a big part in this. But um, I, I, don't, I don't think that you, you can exonerate Derek Chauvin of his responsibility in this. Right. It's tough to tell, right? Like, even if, and, and that does seem to be the case that there were drugs in the system and they mm-hmm. could have, you know, but that it's tough because it's like, did the interaction push this over the edge? You know, was mm-hmm. it just such a stressful event that it pushed it over the edge, even though it didn't, you know, it crushes windpipe or something, you know, um, there is a, it's going to be difficult and medical experts will go back and forth on that. I'm sure on the stands during the trial. Uh, and look, the uncomfortable truth of the wonderful system we all praise here in America. 
This idea of innocence until proven guilty. The uncomfortable truth of that is all of this matters. Even if you think what he did was wrong, even if George Floyd, uh, you know, uh, you might think is a complete saint and the greatest guy of all time. I mean, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. If if the medical situation comes out in a way that he might be, you know, he's still got fired, right? He's still going to have uh, repercussions. He likely will have, he will likely be convicted of murder, but it's possible that he would be convicted of a lesser charge. And if that happens, still cities will be burned to the ground over it. And, you know, people, people love this idea that, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty when it's someone they like who is benefiting from that and when it's someone who they don't like that is benefiting from it they all hate this idea and while that is squarely part of our system a person that we don't like who's innocent does not get, does not get thrown in prison that's not the way it's supposed to work what is not part of our system is to sit here and glorify people who burn down cities because of the result that is the type of thing that happens all the time in the media but is is not excusable it's not excusable to, to tear down a statue because you don't like what the guy said 300 years ago it's not excusable to go burn down a city because you don't like the result of a trial it, it's not excusable to create all sorts of violence and to kill people because dozens of people died in the summer in those riots that was not just a it was not mm-hmm. just a property damage situation dozens of people died and I would also add on to it, it's also not acceptable, even if you think that you really don't like the results of an election, to go to the Capitol and overwhelm it. Not okay. But that's the only thing our media seems to understand occurred in the last year. It's not the only event. There's a lot of other things that, by the way, by scope, were much, much worse. Much, much worse. Yes, the symbolism of, of the Capitol thing was was incredibly notable, and there's all, all sorts of problems, and I won't defend it for a second. But <laughs> the the tearing up of many of our major cities and causing hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars of damage, disrupting economies, destroying lifelong family businesses of minorities throughout these cities, it cannot be overstated how bad that is. Who was it? Was it Dick Durbin? That said something like, um, uh, you can't compare, you can't compare the summer riots to uh, the January 6th riot uh, insurrection because it was a huge disservice to the police officers who died. Uh, yeah, the, the, the ones who died over the summer and the riots, mm. those because there was several, there were several who died uh, during that time period. Whereas, uh, yes, an officer died, but it wasn't apparently at the hands of the mob on January 6th. So, I mean, they've taken this and twisted it so badly that it looks like January 6th was the worst thing that ever happened and that the summer of rioting was just fine. Yeah, I, I mean, they take every death associated. Now, I, I mean, even when you have a completely peaceful rally, many times there's people who have medical events, uh, and yes. and they die. The, every medical event associated with that, they are counting to the Capitol Hill death toll. And you're right, like some of these deaths. Look, it was violence, and it, I feel at some level it's just pointless to try to say anything here because 
it's going to be taken as this uh, defense of the capital right, thing, which, which it I'm is not, not doing. I think no. I think it was really bad. I called it in the moment a yes. national disgrace. But like mm-hmm. 19 people at least died during the George Floyd uh, riots and those associated with um, that's a huge number. And we saw mm-hmm. people beat to a pulp. Yeah. By crowds on video over and over and over again in city after city thankfully some Mm -hmm. of them survived so the number's not even higher uh none of this is excusable on either side but it's it's amazing to see and you see it too with with the george floyd thing now we're back to saying cops are bad again like when the capitol hill Mm -hmm. thing was going on the police were good and we couldn't believe how the how disrespectful those people were they were beating them over the head with blue lives matter flags over and over again at the same time we would go back and forth with the left all the time. AOC was saying, like, the Capitol Hill police came to my office and I wasn't sure if they were going to hurt me or not. Right. That was the way they were talking about it until we got to the impeachment hearing. And then everyone respected the police more than anything in the world for two weeks. <laughs> and now again, they're all evil again and they're just beating up minorities for no reason. Yeah. Can you at least pick a lane? Pick so- not even a lane, a direction on the highway be nice it would be really it would be but nice. no because the media allows them to have it both ways uh every single time triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k more patents due for glenn coming up all right uh you know if you are in your house just minding your own business as usual and then you finally find out that something is off a chill runs down your spine as you realize with sudden terror your wife is out of town and you don't know what you're going to eat. So, you grab a hold of something nearby to steady yourself. Are you going to die? Will you pass away in this situation? But then you remember, wait, no, you're fine. You got My Patriot Supply. You got My Patriot Supply. It's right there. Their food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage. And you're never going to have to go hungry or stand in government food lines. My Patriot Supply is America's leader in emergency food storage. And it, you know, the, the scenarios we are talking about here should play into mind when you think about this. Should you be prepared for the worst? I would be. I think it's a smart thing. Secure a four-week, three-month, or even one-year emergency food kit, uh, all providing 2,000 calories a day. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Get the food storage you need before an emergency hits. Food kits ship in one to two days and arrive discreetly at your door don't wait. Now is the time to prepare for the future. Visit MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Looks like Sarah Sil- Silverman is, uh, is done with the Democrat Party. Is that possible? Uh... She has posted an Instagram video from her podcast where she talks about how annoyed she is with her own party. As an admitted Democrat, it's surprising that Silverman <clears throat> spoke about how absoluteness, absolutistness of the party is a turnoff to her and that she doesn't want to be affiliated with any party at this point. In speaking of the Democrat Party, she said it's so effing elitist. You know, for something called progressive, it allows for zero progress. She called it uh, righteousness porn and said, I really, I I don't think I want to be associated with the party anymore. That's pretty interesting. Hmm. You know, she's interesting because she's not, Hmm. 
she's certainly not she's not leaving the party because of conservative reasons like i really want low taxes i mean she's borderline probably aoc democratic Mm -hmm. socialist level when it comes to policy the one thing that separates her from from that crowd though is she's a comedian who makes her living on saying offensive things and she doesn't like this woke cancellation stuff you know and that's understandable it affects uh, it affects her livelihood and it has affected her she lost a job because of a skit she did on the Sarah Silverman show where she wore blackface. Oh. Uh, now, the skit in its, of itself uh. is mocking people who are racists. Like, it's, the point of the skit is to say that racism is wrong. Yeah, but that right? doesn't matter. Because if you've been in blackface, then that's, I mean, that cancels everything. Which is incredible. I mean, it's not that long ago that every edgy left-wing comedian did things like this to prove the point of how ridiculous racism was. Yeah. Like it was a very standard thing that happened. Again, you, you might not like it, but it happened a lot. And some of them did it just for comedic purposes, yeah. like uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel did not uh, do it to to disprove how bad bad racism was. Right, he did it no. to look like Carl Malone. Yes, because he so he could say a, a black athlete is dumb. That's so why he did by it. the way, did Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon did blackface. Uh, now his was an impersonation was of different. Chris Rock. Yes, it wasn't. It yes. wasn't a. It wasn't necessarily a mockery of Chris Rock, but he no. did do it. But Jimmy Kimmel, like you said, was mocking Carl Malone. Yeah, he was trying to make Car- a black. He was a make white guy stupid. in blackface making a black man look stupid. That was his point. He really can't. Bad. His point was he can't talk. This black man can't talk right. This black. This black it man no talk point. no good. Absolutely. That was really his point. There's no doubt about that it. That was it. It wasn't any larger, larger, larger point. It wasn't any big, you know, philosophical deep dive into the mind of a racist. It (laughs) was just him mocking a black person for not being able to talk correctly. What you would think would be pretty bad and Mm. that you would have some issues with that. But he's had none. Yeah, he he eventually Uh, it eventually rose to the point where the second he went on vacation, he apologized like on a tweet. And then it was it. And that was right? it. And that that's was totally it. fine. Same thing with Fallon. And yeah. I think legitimately Fallon does not deserve uh, a the same treatment. criticism like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, he really, it, it really, it was just an ode. To, he does a really good Chris Rock impersonation. And they really does. Saturday Night Live dressed him up as Chris Rock. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. like, and I don't know if you know this, Jimmy Fallon's white. So it's difficult for him to look <laughs> like Chris Rock uh, without makeup. Uh, so they did it and I don't think they would do it today but they did it that was it that's sort of you could argue an innocuous use I don't think you can argue about that with Kimmel not at all I mean, Kimmel was no uh, he was yeah. just mocking him it, that's not the same no it was not the same and uh, you know, he has not had to pay a price for that now look I think you shouldn't be canceling people especially comedians for jokes that they make I think it's a dumb practice but if, if standards were applied equally yeah, we're living by their rules now this is the Glenn Beck Program. So am I the only person who's worried by the fact that the word trillion has sort of just passed into common conversation in the financial world? Like, I remember when Obama came into office, they passed the you know, $787 billion stimulus. And one of the big goals of the program was to keep it under a trillion because there's no way something that it was a trillion dollars could pass. Now we just passed a $1.9 trillion program and no one even is noticing it. Uh, if you're getting a stimulus check, uh, it'll probably help you for, I guess, a few weeks. But about $400 billion of this uh, stimulus package went to direct checks. The rest of it, well, the government was just turning it into dust. Who knows what they're doing with it? Very little went to actual COVID. The U.S. dollar is in serious trouble long term. It's time to plan for your future. Think about your retirement. 
it's, it's about to, you know, you really need to start planning about now, uh, <laughs> right away. The best day is today. Goldline is offering a 6% free metals with a qualifying self-directed IRA acquisition. Old 401k, IRA, retirement plans all qualify for the special incentive. Don't wait. Call now. They're standing by to take your call right now. 866-GOLDLINE. It's 866-GOLDLINE. Or go to goldline.com. It's goldline.com. Don't forget don't forget to use the promo code Glenn to get $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, looks like the Marines are launching in amphibious attack on Tucker Carlson uh, and a land a land attack as well uh, Tucker Carlson actually commented on the fact that they're doing maternity wear for Air Force pilots I guess like are they going to fight uh, when they're pregnant and do they need maternity wear I don't know he was just kind of commenting on what the focus is for the U.S. military and sort of compared that to um, to China and what their military is doing. He said, "What while China's military becomes more masculine as it's assembled the world's largest navy, our military, as Joe Biden says, needs to become more feminine. Whatever feminine means anymore since men and women no longer exist. The bottom line is it's out of control and the Pentagon is going along with it. Again, this is a mockery of the U.S. military and its core mission, which is winning wars. So apparently the 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force Information Group took some offense to that and they publicly blasted Carlson. Uh, They wrote what it looks like in today's armed forces, Tucker Carlson. Uh, And then they posted a picture of a female Marine carrying another Marine. And then they posted, get right before you get left, Boomer. Is Tucker Carlson a uh, baby Boomer? <laughs> I don't think Is he so. Even, I don't think he's even a baby Boomer from that generation. I think he's... It's a shorthand for old person, I think, uh, yeah. with outdated views now, yeah. uh, I guess. I guess so. But I don't know why the U.S. military is engaging in that nonsense. Uh, they shouldn't be. Leave it to bloggers. You shouldn't be. You know? uh, and actually, um, Ted Cruz is taking on the challenge. Uh, he, he said, under Biden, the military is launching political attacks to intimidate Tucker Carlson and other civilians who criticize their policy decisions. Officials in uniform are being used for the campaign. I've demanded a meeting with the commandant of the USMC, the United States Marine Corps, to put a stop to it. Be nice if he can do that. Uh, because, yeah, the U.S. military should not be attacking private citizens. And they have come out now after the Cruz <laughs> <laughs> letter and are apologizing and saying, basically, we shouldn't be doing this stuff on social media, which is appropriate, oh, of course. Of course. You know, obviously, yeah. they said, uh, we are human, and that tweet was intended to support our female warfighters, we can do better. We will collectively take a knee, review our uh, procedures, and get back in the fight. Our focus is to train, fight, and win. Which, of course, you know, again, should be. Again, I don't know why these accounts even exist. 
Why would you have anybody, mm. certainly with mm-hmm. this snark, tweeting from the U.S. military in any capacity? Why would... Uh, you know, Shouldn't happen. You want to announce a recruiting drive on your social media accounts, fine. You know, you want to... Mm-hmm. You, you, <laughs> you want to you have a, a place where you can tweet each public statement made with a link? Fine. Why you think you need to hire wise asses to fire back at cable <laughs> news hosts as, as the military? No, that's probably a bad idea. Yeah, like everyone yeah. seems to be... There's like a few brands that have done this pretty well, like Stakem has done this pretty well where they'll like kind of just be wise asses to everybody or Wendy's I think is another one. Yeah. That kind of they'll get in the middle of these things and tweet funny things and everyone's like oh gosh this is what you should do with social media and then the next 500 companies do it horribly and you, you at some point hey tell me when you got a new value meal price. Mm-hmm. You could tell me when mm-hmm. you, when you got a free you know you want to tell me you got spicy nuggets or back on the menu for a week mm-hmm. tell me about it. You know, Taco Bell's got some new way of wrapping a tortilla and cheese around meat, beef. Or oh, bin, I always want to know about that. I want to know about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't really need you to be the snarky entertainment source on Twitter. Though I can at least understand it from a brand perspective. I don't understand it from the U.S. military. We do not need no, it from the U.S. Bizarre. military. We do not want it from the U.S. military. I think it's a really bad sign that the U.S. military is announcing it essentially has ideological enemies in the country. Yeah. That's really not a good thing. Yeah. Not supposed to be the way it works. No, and I'm glad to see that uh, Ted Cruz stepped up and apparently before he even gets a meeting with the commandant, they've already apologized for it. So that must have had some sort of effect on him. <laughs> It's nice. You know, senators have a way of uh-huh. doing that. Yeah, there is do. a there's a bit of a power, especially if you know you've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, like they have a way of of, of sussing that out. Uh, uh, also, Dictionary.com tweeted out, uh, "We've added 600 new words to Dictionary.com." Oh, good. 600, just the 600. Yeah. Now, didn't it used to be like we've added three new words? <laughs> yes. Uh, now it's 600. So just anything that shows up, I guess, in our vernacular, they just add and make a word out of it. Yeah, now. it's no longer a big announcement. It's just like if someone said it three or four times on Twitter. <laughs> it's just an actual word yeah. now. Do you have some examples of it? I do. Okay. Uh, BIPOC. You know what a BIPOC is? Yes, BIPOC. Yes. Uh, uh, something p- person of color, biracial. Black, indigenous. Okay. And people of color. And people of color. So black, black and indigenous, indigenous, they get their own letters. They get their own. But and then all the other people of color. Are just people of color. Are combined in that. <laughs> so That's like stop AAPI hate. Why do Asian no, Americans right. and Pacific Islanders have to share an organization <laughs> instead of... <laughs> I don't know. It's wrong. It's For my money, it's wrong. Yeah. You should all... Every organization should be together and apart. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, but so that, you should not be jamming together BIPOCs. That doesn't, I mean, there's already black organizations, Mm -hmm. right? The NAACP. (laughs) Right. There's already indigenous uh, organizations. Yeah. And then let's specify the people of color because there's also organizations for Hispanics and who's left. The Asians uh, are left and they have their own group. You have to wonder why, like, they didn't get, like, transgendered people and, like, Unitarians and and then you could name it Tupac. <laughs> that would have been much better than that would have been cool. Yeah, that would have been cool. Just an idea. And then people would think Tupac would be, is alive. Still, let's say which, it's a, it would be a strange organization. It would transgendered people, <laughs> Unitarians, and people of color all coming together. 
<laughs> it would be odd. It would. But uh, but worth it. Be worth it, I think. But worth so. it. Uh, do you know what a spawn con is? A spawn con? Spawn con. No. Sponsored content. It's a new word. Ah, Spawn like a, a new advertisement, basically. Yes. These are just shortening other words. These are not uh, new of, words. Yeah. Deep fake. Okay, yeah, sure. A fake digitally manipulated video or audio file, typically featuring a person's likeness uh, and or voice in a situation that did not actually occur. So deep fake makes sense to me. I, th- I think that's... It's a good one to add. It's a good one to add. Mm-hmm. Finna? You know what Finna is, right? <laughs> I am not going to try to explain Finna. It's a phonetic spelling representing the African-American vernacular English variant of fixing to. So I'm fixing to. I'm Finna do that. I'm, I'm Finna finish up the show. So they're now just putting like mispronunciations in the dictionary? <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you're going to put Finna in there, I think you have to have Trina. You got to put Trina. Trina is used all the time. I've never, I don't know if I've seen Finna nearly as much as I've seen Trina. Trina. I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, like, and it's what, like, that's, you're saying I'm not trying to, to do, do that. that. Yes, right. And because people misspell it intentionally uh-huh. online, that becomes it's oh, a new thi- word. It's a word now. That's bad. It's one thing to, cause, and I think a lot of this is a little bit of our, um, our accepting of all cultures thing where, like, if mm-hmm. some, if some group says, a word in an incorrect way intentionally we just assume that now it should be a word yeah like you know like if let's say rachel dolezal says she's black and she's actually white sean king says he's black and actually white. we're supposed to just respect that and just say okay yes he's black even though he's not black Mm -hmm. same thing here like Mm -hmm. you know if if a group decides to, to pronounce a word in a way that it is not it's not accurate we just say okay well that's okay they're that's their culture, and therefore we should change the English language to form to it. And it gets even worse. It's strange. It gets even worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- because this is just a mispronunciation of a word that has now become a word unto itself. Supposedly. I mean, come on. Are That's you kidding a, me? Uh, that is not a... It's an adverb meaning... As may be assumed, imagined, or supposed. Why no, would... it isn't. No, supposedly is, but supposedly is just. Oh my god, that's terrible. A, a six-year-old saying supposedly right. wrong. Yes, that's what it is. And a bunch of people not realizing they had it wrong their whole lives. Right. So because I mean, why wouldn't you define if it's a really a different word? Why wouldn't you define supposedly as just supposedly? <laughs> the only word you right. need to explain it is the word they're trying to say. Exactly. Exactly. Is that is asinine? That's asinine. Yeah, that's just that's. Then there's embiggen, embiggen, e m b i g g e n, embiggen. Is that from a show? Like, wasn't there was I, a Simpsons episode or something? I don't know. It's to uh, make or become bigger. <laughs> you embiggen something. They don't have a a. a <laughs> An origin of embiggen? They don't have. Well, let's see. Definition. Embiggen. No, I don't see a definition or an origin. No, I don't see ah, it. It was. It first heard, a word first heard on The Simpsons in 1996. Embiggen? Yes. Uh, in 1996? Yes, it is the motto of the Simpsons fictional wow. town of Springfield, and which reads, A noble spirit embiggens the smallest man. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> They're trying to say now that, that's a word. word. 
in the English language. So we, we, we deserve stupid. to collapse. I mean, yes. I keep arguing for the yes. country. We really should just give up. <laughs> we really should just give up and just admit we had yeah. it was called the American experiment. Right. Some experiments fail. And this one did. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Two hundred and good run. Forty five years into run. it. Uh, we had a good we had a good run. Yeah, but I mean, it's over now. It just we just gotta it's call over. it a day. You know, it's just not working anymore. <laughs> Let's shut the thing off and see what else pops up. Sometimes you just feel that way, mm-hmm. and this is one of them. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. Uh, Relief factory. I need Relief Factor right now because I can't deal with the nonsense. That is going on in our country. Paul lives in Minnesota. He used to like uh, play a softball league, um, and he was, you know, but it was younger he, before he got into his sixties. Uh, now it's beginning to hurt his knees every single time. His knee problems are in bigoting all over the place. Pat, eventually, That's not good. no, you don't want that That's to happen. Good. Eventually, he got to the point where it wasn't even fun to play anymore because he could barely run the bases. Tried a few things, but nothing really worked for him, or worked for very long. So he, uh, I don't know, he kind of thought it was the aging process, decided he'd probably just retire and uh, not, not play anymore. And that sucks. That's a, a crappy moment for a guy. However, uh, right around the corner was the time he heard Glenn talking about Relief Factor, decided to give it a try. It you know, put him out 20 bucks, but uh, might as well give it a shot to try to fix something like this. Well, guess who's playing softball again? Paul is. Relief Factor isn't a drug, but it was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Is it going to work for you? We'll get you back on the field. Try the three-week quick start now. Uh, the trial pack is only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com or 800-500-8384. It's Pat Stu for Glenn, uh, who's got a back situation today. Hopefully, he'll be back uh, tomorrow. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Disney Plus believes they will they will overtake Netflix in subscribers hmm. by twenty twenty four. That's only three years from now, hmm. and they had quite a head start. Uh, Netflix has, I think it's two hundred and three million right now. Two hundred three million subscribers worldwide. Disney has, they just passed the 100 million mark. And to me, I, I'm i not that in love with Disney+. Plus. <laughs> there's not, there doesn't seem to be there's, a lot on there's it. There's not a lot of content, except uh, if you have kids and they like the, you know, the old movies. Yeah. The I classic mean, movies. There's plenty of that, but I'm saying as far as new <clears throat> content to make New content. You, yeah. There's two things, right? There's Mandalorian. And one division, and for you, there's only one thing because you don't like one division. I don't care about you. Don't any care of that about stuff. Marvel. I don't stuff. care about that. So. Yeah, and I, you know, and I love Star Wars, and I'll watch pretty much anything uh, related to it. But I, you know, Mandalorian, it was okay. I didn't think it was like unbelievable, but I, I got into it sort of the end of season one. I'm, that's all I've yeah, watched the, so far. It picks up at the end of season one, and I think it's much better in season two. Okay, so, so I mean, the problem with Mandalorian was they were like, you know, there's this big reveal. Except I had seen Baby Yoda on like 47 million pages on the internet already. So like right. it was not a big reveal to me. Do you know about the big reveal in the second season? No, I don't want to know anything Oh, you don't? No. Okay. No, I don't want to know anything about it. But I, I, I don't... I also think it's a little bit of a scam, right? Because I happen to be a Disney Plus uh, subscriber, which mm-hmm. I, I signed up and paid for. And then like... 
mm-hmm. I don't know, know how, some company I do business with gave me like a 10-year extension. To, I don't know. Really? Yeah, like I got like all these free months and years to it. So now I'm like, I'm in 2029, I'll still be a subscriber, but I haven't, I wouldn't have paid for a very long time. It seems like, <laughs> I don't know. It seems That's like they nice. gave, gave away a lot of subscriptions to that, to get it started. Where Netflix, you know, they're giving you the trial, but everyone's signing up from the beginning. You know, HBO Max is the same way. I'm an HBO subscriber on my cable system. And so I get HBO Max and I'm sure I count as one of their subscribers, but it's not like I went out and like, I was like, oh, I got to have HBO Max. It just kind of. If you have HBO, you get HBO Max? I got automatically? it. I don't know. I have it. And you didn't pay for it? You didn't pay extra for it? No. I was just, I mean, I was already an HBO subscriber paying for HBO, so it was, I was, loop, you know, lumped in. Which I've seen a lot of good things huh. on HBO Max. Like, way more content that I've liked on HBO Max than Disney Plus. Oh, for sure. It doesn't seem like Disney Plus and, does much of anything. <laughs> they say, right. They've got a lot of old it's shows, true. but I... <laughs> it's true. Yes, it's true. Now, they're supposedly going to pump $15 billion into their content. <laughs> That'll change things. That'll change it. <laughs> they should be able to yeah. come out with a couple of good shows. They should be able to. We'll see if they are. Uh, but yeah, they that should change things. Now, HBO Max is getting all these first-run movies now that they they debut in the theater and on HBO Max at the same time. That's a big one. So that's huge. Yeah, so HBO oh. Max might be worth a little something. It seems like uh, everyone's just complaining about the movies that they've released that aren't that good. Like, you know, the one, the Wonder Woman thing? Oh, People. man, that was bad. <laughs> oh. This is the Glenn Beck Program.